podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It is the weekender, slightly curtailed weekender this week, but obviously we're focusing in on the football. We're going to be talking about Liverpool's remarkable performance against Leicester City. In front of me, I've got Paula Murphy, John Milburn, Ian Salmon and Phil Blundell. Uh, we're also going to look ahead to the game against Wolverhampton Wanderers as well. Uh, let's not pull our punches, uh, John Milburn. That is one of the great Liverpool performances of the last uh, the last 20 years, to be quite honest with you. What they've done there against second in the league made them look unbelievably ordinary. And finally belatedly put them to the sword and stuck the ball in the back of the net four times. Uh, absolutely. The echoes for me yesterday, there's, there's two performances I would compare it to. The first one is against Arsenal in 2014, where, if you remember that game, I think Arsenal were, were top of the league, actually not second yeah. in the league, and we, we absolutely dismantled them. The difference in that game, obviously, it was a 30-40 minute demolishment, and then we took our foot off the gas in the second half. I thought, for a whole 90 minutes yesterday, Liverpool dismantled um, Leicester and and, and they, they didn't take the foot off the throat even even uh, with, with the late goal and in that regard it reminded me of the Notts Forest game in, in 88 which which again had Liverpool scored 9 or 10 goals last night I don't think Brendan Rodgers would have had anything to say about it it was only it was slightly profligate I think in front of the goal and, and the keepers had a reasonable game that, that kept that down to sensible numbers yesterday Ian Salmon, it's it's a it's a statement of intent performance, and I think it's been coming uh, in a number of different ways. Uh, I don't know if people listen to the post match show, but there's a reason why I took the actual recorder into the ground, and the reason why I was I thought we might see something tonight, we might see some sights. I just had it in the back of my mind that Liverpool were going to put a show on, and they did put a show on. Uh, it has been coming, I think. Uh, Leicester are almost unfortunate it's happened to them, but because they are second in the table, because they are a, clearly a very good side, that are the, the very least the third best team in the country so far this season. It makes it all the more remarkable and it makes the performance even better in context. Uh, yeah, th- this answer might take about an hour, to be honest. Um, I-, I was I was worried last night. That's the first time this season I've been worried going into a game and I was actually concerned. I thought, this is genuinely... Every game's been a must-win, but this is a must-must-win. We can't drop points to somebody who's this close to us because it would indicate some kind of fragility. It would, it would make it look like we could be got at. Um, those first two minutes where we should have been three or four nil up within the space of two minutes of the game starting uh, I thought that this this profligacy could be problematic for us I thought that this could be the point where we haven't capitalised on the, these chances that we've had and this is where the game could become an issue even at one nil um, as dominant as we were I think there's and I'm sure we'll come on to substitutions later in the show but there's a point where Leicester look like they might be getting a foothold back again and then we just manage them off the face of the planet uh, but I did think that we could lose I was worried about last night and I ended the evening thinking well it's a good sidebar for a second I think this season We've been very much, um, I know, from referring back to points I've made in the past, we've been very much winning in 45 minutes. And it's been a case of 45 minutes, win the game, rest. And whether it's been winning the first 45 or the second 45, we've been concentrating on 45s. And last night was a 90 minute. And I ended the night going, obviously, this is the best Liverpool team we've ever seen. Um, even for old people like me, this is the best Liverpool team we've ever seen. My only question was, was that as good as or better than 88? And I think it might be. It's 
Every year I mean, specifically Forest 5-0 in 88 yeah. has been the greatest Liverpool performance of all time. It's been talked about in that context, Paul, and again, I'll say it's because, in part, it's in Leicester's ground. Leicester are second in the table, they'll remain second in the table until Manchester City kick off against Wolverhampton Wanderers. That game hasn't happened yet, as we record this. They find themselves second best in every single department. I think that's the thing that just stunned me when I was, you know, when the, after it goes 4-0, I'm watching the team, I'm watching the way they've played and I'm thinking about the way they've played and every single one of them has absolutely dominated as, as opposite number. Every single one of them played their opposing number who are second in the league off the park. It, it was unbelievable. What was interesting for me is, uh, I think a lot of people know, <clears throat> I don't live in, in the UK, so I very rarely watch the match with an English, and I use that word loosely, audience. What I found was I was watching it in a snooker club, and what, what happened was in the first half... Don't boss that button. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good laugh. In the first half, there was a lot of um, chatter. Um, I heard a few comments about oh, what's horrendous and doing playing again, and I had one or two words with him, and he soon shut up. But as we scored the second, pints were getting put down. Phones were getting put away. Not and on the I, table. No. Oh, no, they covered it with a plastic <laughs> thing. They dropped the covered I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to asking Paul about a high break is in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it was full on like the plasi thing. And honestly, you could just tell everyone on the screens watching. It was unbelievable. And it was just things like um, there was a couple of instances where Cater had about four people after his ankles and he wriggled round all four of them and people were clapping in the pub and then Jeannie shrugged a few people off and he escaped and people were clapping in the pub and I'm like, I've not really seen clapping in a pub in England when it hasn't been, and it wasn't even Liverpool, when it hasn't been like a cup final or something. It was the atmosphere was unbelievable and and you could see when Trent did that run you just knew it was going in and you knew it wasn't an assist and you were just people were just looking at each other going oh my god we're just streets ahead of these people streets ahead it was you and I were both lucky enough to be at the ground Phil and it was the same in the ground I think the end last night was tremendous and but I think it, the end very quickly I think it was one of them where it was a combination of both people being in a good mood the kickoff time the way the, the end is literally itself structured at Leicester but also what you could see you were you were seeing on the pitch I think by by the time Liverpool go 1-0 up everybody knows Liverpool are absolutely dominant that Liverpool are rampant tonight there was one moment I think it was pretty early in the second half when we pressed the absolute living daylight out of Leicester I think the, but I think they got out of it in the end but it was there was just sort of like a I never really heard a roar about your players charging around closing the other team down before it was a bit weird but it was like wow this is this is different level this like I'm almost at the point now where I'm I'm not even thinking about winning the league I'm past winning the league like how just how just what can this team do? Can it go undefeated? Can it get more points than that Manchester City team? You know, if we, imagine we do both. It's there's got to be a thought process now where you're thinking about this team being like the greatest team in 140 years of English football or whatever. Never mind like just winning the league. We could do things that have never been done before this season. Like we're on 52 points. It's not even New Year. Like we've got we've we've had a season in the last 10 years where we got 52 points. It's absurd what we're doing. It's genuinely incredible. Is there, Phil, this idea of watching the side 
suddenly getting your breath taken away by that sort of that 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 weight of history, that 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 level of brilliance. Because it's been strange this season. That's what, as Ian said before, at times they they have played in forty five minute bursts. At times they have had to grind it out a little bit more than, for instance, that City side did in that hundred point season. But last night when I was reflecting upon it, it reminded me of the game on the sixteenth of December in twenty seventeen when De Bruyne uh, and City demolished Tottenham four one. At the Etihad, and they absolutely—I think it's at the Etihad—they absolutely take Tottenham to the cleaners. And I remember watching that game like, God, these are next level. Yeah. We're as good as them now. We're, last night's performance is as good as that. It's probably better. It, and, but I remember watching that as a, in inverted commas, neutral observer, just going, "It'll take years before anyone touches this." And there we are. We've touched it. We've done it. It's interesting. It's both December. It, that that that's that, that that pantheon of brilliant performances across this decade. I mean, to go to the team who are. Well, I mean, you've got the league table up there. They've won, won before last night. They were played eighteen, won twelve, drawn three, lost three. Or yeah, like, conceded five goals at yeah. home all season. I mean, and only conceded fourteen in total. But I mean, they've basically conceded nearly fifty percent of their total goals in the last week, haven't they? <laughs> Which is a bit mad. But to do it to the team in that position last night, it's a huge statement because it wasn't like we've gone away from home to Southampton or Brighton or Bournemouth who were. You know, thinking, looking over the shoulder, thinking we might get relegated. We've done a team here who are almost certainly going to be playing Champions League football next season because there's no way that three teams are getting past them, are they? There's, Ian, something in... When John before mentions 13-14, he mentions Arsenal. When we mention Nottingham Forest, one of the things I remember with Nottingham Forest is Beardley turning and the fantastic ball through to Aldridge. You remember the attacking play you remember the the play with the football the you know storage is tremendous when we beat Arsenal 5-1 one of the takeaways from last night is how good the back eight are that actually you, if you were to do a proper ranking them out of 10 thing you'd probably have all of the front three be in the bottom three or four of the list which is crazy given the unbelievable talent that they've got the number of goals they've scored last night's performance was built on that back eight yeah, completely. And you've got to think in terms of that back eight. Trent is basically a right winger most of the time. He's as yeah. much a forward as he is a defender. Um, to the point that he is, I think, probably unique in world football. It, we, we're inventing positions all over the pitch. Genie, uh, Genie's position, obviously Bobby's position is one that we've invented because that's not a number nine that anyone else plays. Genie's position is something that is unique in football. Nobody is playing the position he plays. Um, we, our defence, I think it's summed up in the fact that if you're Leicester, your game plan is we're going to keep Vardy on Joe Gomez because Joe Gomez has been a little bit shaky since he's come back in. We haven't seen the best of him and Vardy can threaten anybody. He only needs one sniff and he's going to have the ball in the back of the net. Vardy was anonymous and Joe Gomez was absolutely, totally imperious. He was, I, I think it's one of those matches where obviously Trent's man of the match but then, so was Gomez, so was Henderson, so was Keita, so was, so was uh, the, the entire team are fun- functioning at this ridiculous level. But the fact that we've got two full-backs who can attack so brilliantly and we still don't get exposed on the flanks. The fact that, as was said on the pink last night, Virgil is standing still and conducting. And that's his job now is conduct. Well, Gomez was doing all the hard work around him. Go, honest to God, that, that we did a show, um, did an AFQ football few, it's either AFQ or, or wild cards, where the question was, Joe Gomez discussed, and I was like, I don't know what he is anymore. I don't know if he can come back. Jesus Christ, what an idiot I am. <laughs> because that, that was the lad that we saw at the beginning of last season with Van Dyke. And he was, 
he was head and shoulders above anybody else on on the pitch in terms of defence. It, 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 I, I can't I can't stress how highly I was impressed by that last last night. There's something, John, to take the whole day in context, and it's interesting it's a day where, for instance, there's a lot of games that are televised right the way through the day. When you now watch other sides. I think it's I think it's wrecking people's heads. Yeah, I'm watching other football matches at times, and I'm like, I don't understand why these people are doing any of this. <laughs> I, I, I just, I, I, you know, I watched. Our, I, it, I did see. I saw a couple of games yesterday, but I also saw Arsenal Everton uh, last week, and it was amongst the worst and most horrendous experiences <laughs> of my life. Because I was just thinking, well, what's 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 this? Ever- Everton Burnley wasn't a battle last yesterday. Either, I bet you, I bet you it wasn't. <laughs> I noticed on that. I was watching like I put the three minutes. I was watching all the highlights. I didn't watch match today last night on the training, and they're all like three minutes, aren't they? That Everton Burnley game was the only game where the teams came out the tunnel on the highlights, <laughs> and and it only lasted two and a half minutes. Yeah. Every other game was three, and it started with football. Every minute of Ancelotti's face. Honestly, they yeah. had twenty-five seconds of the teams walking out the tunnel. Yeah. It. Liverpool, like Leicester, have been different class. They've beaten, put, put nine past aside this season. They've uh, they've performed. You know, they've beaten Tottenham. Uh, they've beaten Arsenal. They performed at a really, really good level. Yes, they got beat by City the other week. But this is something where you are taken aback by the level that Liverpool are able to hit, and and it's it's right the way through the game, John. And it, it does come from that back line. It does come from that goalkeeper. It does come from that midfield three. And all three of Henderson, Wijnaldum, and Keita right now would be almost bar Manchester City. They'd be anybody else's best midfielder. I, I, th- I think it, play, it plays with your eyes a little bit because you're right to say that two, three seasons ago. I was terrified that we might have Jurgen Klopp at, at a time where he just runs up against the best Man City team, the best opponent the, the Premier League's ever seen. They get 100 points. They do it with style and panache. They've got a, a squad that's, that's infinite and can be re, re, uh, restocked infinitely. So how on earth do we get past these? And I can remember a start of a season, Neil, you were saying we're going to need to do 90 or 100 points. And I thought, that's never going to happen. That's, notionally, that's never going to happen. And, and you said it earlier on, the fact that we were now in that rarefied air is... Is, is astonishing. It's an incredible job that he's done, but it has messed with my eyes because I can't watch normal football now. And, and I'll, I watch Barcelona versus Atletico Madrid now. These aren't very good, are they? <laughs> why, why can't you do what I'll have to do? I went to a Conference North game yesterday as well. That was an experience. To be fair, best goal I saw scored yesterday was at the Conference North game, which was a bit weird. So everything looks a bit shit by, 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 by comparison. And uh, I, I say with, with like when you watch, like, uh, I watched a bit of um, Man United against Newcastle, and they won, they won comfortably, and they played some nice, good attacking stuff. But across the ninety minutes, they, they were they were no great shakes, and, and I'm watching I'm watching football teams now, which are who are performing on paper well, and it's it's my eyes are telling me that this is this is crap, and I just think I'm I, I, I like an extremely spoiled child, and I, that, that's what I know, and I hope that I don't get jaded by this because I grew up. I've said this a few times. I think that I w- I didn't go to every Liverpool match as a kid. I didn't go that often, but I was 19 before I seen us lose. <laughs> Started going when I was eight, and I saw us lose when I was when I was 19. And I remember walking off the ground like a, a 
just come home from Vietnam. Like, <laughs> what, what just happened there? And, and like, I just was not used to to, to, to that experience. And and it, it took me a long time to to, to familiarise myself with the concept that Liverpool may not win. And it feels a bit like that now. We're, we're getting it, we're, 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 all our historical performances are put into into that context. Really, what's staggering about them for me, Paula, is where enjoying this right now we're loving every second of it the way we're talking to each other it can sound and some people might be listening to it, it can sound vainglorious it can sound hubristic it can sound all the things that you don't want to sound as a football supporter but the first thing they do is they win the battle that the first thing they do is they, they win the right to play every game that they play they, they, they know it kicks off at nil nil they start at nil nil the game starts at nil nil every single time and they begin again and to me that's the most impressive thing when you're this good is the fact that everybody resets and everybody works and everybody knows this is what this will take we can have a laugh here and we can say the this the that the, the other but they start every game as though they've got to prove yet again yet again exactly how good they are it's it's amazing that we see this so often but i think what i find really fascinating and really interesting as someone who sort of does a little bit about coaching and all this is the scientific way that we manage games both on the pitch and off the pitch is streets ahead of any other team i don't think any other team manages a game both on the pitch and off the pitch like we do we substitute for a situation, for a player, for a specific game, at a specific time, in a specific match, which is why you can never really call the substitutes because we don't know what they're planning. How often do two go on at once? Hardly ever. But this is all to do with we're on, we're forward with this score. Okay, from here, we're going to do this. And then when this doesn't work, we're going to do this. And when this does work, we'll push it forward again. So it is quite amazing that from from minute one, I mean, how many games now have we had a clear shot on goal within the first three minutes? How many? Nearly, nearly every single game, we're getting a clear shot on goal. Be nice if we started scoring minutes. them. Yeah. Well, it would, it would, it would. But it's setting the stall out, yeah. and it's already you can see defenders going, oh, oh, again, we've got to do this again, have <laughs> These we? Pricks. Okay. Yeah. It's no, I think that's that. The massive part of it, Phil is that yesterday, I think it's difficult. I mean, I, I think about the five-one against Arsenal that was has been cited is, it's. I don't think Arsenal are over it yet. Which is really strange. A lot of the players have moved on, etc., etc. The manager's moved on, but it really doesn't feel like Arsenal collectively are over that 5 1. I think you're going to be looking at the same thing here with Leicester and maybe with a couple of other sides that people are. We've now played everybody once. They've all had to run against Liverpool once, whether the, whether we won 1 0 or whether we won 4 0. They've all had to work so hard once this season. And the, guess what? Liverpool are coming back around and you're going to have to do it all over again. And there'll be some sides up and down the country who will be thinking before kickoff, I just can't be bothered with this. Because what will happen is I'll have to work harder than we've worked all season and we'll still probably get beat. There's an argument that some managers might even go, do you know what, that's why you should give some players a rest, today. Because... But we'll talk about Wolves in a minute because I think that could be part but, of that. But, but that's off a two-day thing, but there might be a situation where they go, got an FA Cup game next week, you know. Yeah, there, Let's was, just keep everyone fresh. There, there was talk that he might Rodgers might not play Vardy, yeah. give him a rest. And I, I bet you today he's probably wishing he had 
because yeah. yeah. he's got he's now going to rest him in another he, game that he probably have to win. He, he had, had a lovely shot. rest yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> he, he ran around a hell of a lot. He did run around a hell of a lot. I was I don't see as much that on telly. But I was watching in the ground. I think one of the things I was saying as as we were cranking it up in that first half was they were working so hard yeah. just to be nil nil. Phil, they were working so so hard just to keep shape as Liverpool moved them around. There's been a bit of criticism of Rodgers' selection and where he's used Madison today, and I am a bit like, well, what did you just want him to do? Oh, well, Rogers, Rogers came out and explained that. Yeah. At, um, straight after the game, he knew that he would need numbers in midfield to try and control us. So he knew that he had to try and have Madison there. I mean, there's an argument that why are they not just looking at going, we've got West Ham in three days. And West Ham, it's West Ham away. That should be three points for this Leicester team because West Ham are an absolute mess at the minute. Yeah. But why aren't they looking at it going, well, we're probably not going to win anyway if we just play here and actual front instead of Vardy or whatever. Maybe that might be a better idea. Maybe giving these players a breather against Liverpool and having them fully tuned and ready to go. It's the psychology, it's, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it is. But people don't do it. Damn if it people, yeah. people don't do it, but they should. But if, if you're looking at it and going, we are currently second in the league. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, we are one of the top three teams in the league. Can we Can we power a weakened like, team against the challenger? You can't do it, but you probably, but you probably should. should yeah. And yeah. if you do it, you'll get crucified. But it's probably... There's a lot of things in football that managers could do. They would get ripped to shreds well, for doing it. And it's the absolute right thing to do. Yeah. I'll say what I said before the game. The Rodgers marker is the, stra- the, the strength of the side he plays at Goodison. Where if you're Brendan Rodgers, you actually know a good season's coming top four mm. and winning trophy. Yeah. And he's already he's made that crystal clear by the side he picks at Goodison before they go to City. The pretensions where we can win the league. He made a changes though, didn't he? He didn't play. He made a couple, but yeah. it was. But no, it, it was, wasn't like. And I think expect as well. He also needed to put Wes Morgan on the pitch at some point uh, as he is the club captain. Last little thing is obviously Trent was absolutely magnificent. John, uh, different class. Um, it's one of those performances where if you're given Trent 10, there's about 80 of them who are all getting nine. Um, but it is a 10. Uh, it's actually rare to see a performance of that level, of that class, of that quality from any footballer across 90 minutes. And it's cop- capped by the goal. It, and I think you're absolutely right. I think, I think the the thing that you, you saw in Trent is the absolute comfort in his own skill and the maturity that's now come through his game. So I think I think he the, the ball... For Firmino's for the first goal, I just don't think it, 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 if a centre forward gets to ask where would I like this ball and at what pace and, and which inch of the of, of where, where do I want it, he couldn't have asked for it. And it was a gift of a, of, of a ball. And um, <laughs> Firmino jumps up and Salah went up at the same time. Yeah. The, the two well, of them tried to attack the head. Didn't they? We've scored a very similar goal to that end before, if yeah. you remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, Salah two seasons ago, and it was Coutinho put the ball in. And, the, to, to be able to put a ball in like Coutinho is no, uh, no. no he, bad thing, is it? He, he whips the ball in, in like Beckham used to do yes. uh, for, yeah. for, for, for Manchester United. He does it five or six times times a game. His, his assist numbers are unreal. He's pacier than people give him credit yeah. for. And, and that, that goal, I, I was watching, because it's bank holiday and you, you sat around with very little to do, I was watching, you see that Gary Neville soccer box yeah. programme? The Gerard one. Right? Well, I haven't watched the Gerard one. Really I actually good. watched the Rooney one yesterday, and Rooney scored a very, very, very similar. He said, "Let's look at your best goals." And Rooney scored a goal. It was almost identical to the one that um, the, the, the Trent scored yesterday. I can't remember who it was against, but it, that finish yeah. that just put it into un- unbelievable. He I strikes think. a ball purer than I think possibly. Like I think he might even strike a ball purer than Gerard. He, he, he has the same body shape yeah. as Gerard when he's striking a ball along the deck. He's, he's, he's got absolutely everything. Like, How old know, is he? Is he 22? 21. 21. 21. Like, oh my! Me God. and you basically sit in the same place, don't we? But yeah. at different heights, and where it is, it's 
on the halfway line. So you see a lot of these crossfield balls, you are behind the ones. And yeah. when we're on attacking Alfie Road, you are basically behind the ball. It's mm-hmm. going out to the far side to Robertson. And the the pureness yeah. of the of how he hits the ball, how he connects it, and the the level of accuracy is absolutely absurd. I think the thing with last night's goal was it's only when you see the replay you realise how hard he hits yeah. it because he hits it so smoothly and it's so graceful. Do you know what? I actually thought the ball from Mane was quite poor because <laughs> I don't think it was quite in his stride. I actually he passed it and I just went, that's a poor ball. That. And then about half a second later we'd score. But it wasn't quite in his path and he somehow managed to make it in his path. No, it's just yeah, like, generically into space, yeah, wasn't been, it? He's been trying to do that the last two or three games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's had that shot, yeah. hasn't he, two or three times? I think times. he had one in the first half. He had one in the first well, half. He had one, the first half, one yeah. in the first half. I think he had one in Qatar as well. Yeah. yeah. And, um, Did anyone but, see that stat knocking round? He's got 426 games to score, to to make 35 oh, yeah. assists. For more than Scholes. Which will equal yeah. Paul Scholes. Yeah. So 35 well, assists. There's another one that he's got. He's got as many assists as the start last season than Mark Overmars did in the Premier League. Yeah. And he was a winger for like... A team who won the league. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Liverpool absolutely fantastic. We'll be back in a split second uh, to talk about Liverpool versus Wolves. We're back. It's jubilant stuff. We've had Rob Gutman added to the panel. Uh, so it's Gutman, uh, Paula Murphy, uh, John Milburn, uh, Ian Salmon, and Phil Blundell to chat about Liverpool versus Wolves. Now, as I said at the start of the show, Wolves have not played Manchester City yet, which is patently a little bit ridiculous. Um, in fact, I'll go to you first on this one, Phil. There's. I'm surprised there hasn't actually been a little bit more of a joint effort from the managers. Maybe it's happening behind the scenes. Um, Guardiola's obviously uh, understandably upset about the way in which the fixtures have gone. It's all down to luck more than anything else. We've had it bad in the past, but we really are asking a lot of footballers here. And for Wolves to have less than 48 hours, listen, it's good for Liverpool. And at the minute, that's all we primarily care about. But long term, maybe something does have to change. It's a joke, really, because it's a bit of a it's a bit of an unfair advantage as well, really, because. The difference between two days and three days isn't like the difference between six days and seven days. It's, it's, it's percentages, isn't it, mate? You can't train. <laughs> you can't train. No. You can't do any of the proper recovery. You probably, probably you can't, can't tacti- even do proper. You can't. You can't yeah. you, I don't even think they can probably do proper tactical analysis. Yeah. Play so. I mean, Wolves as analysts, can they actually start watching last night's game yet? No, no, exactly. seriously. Are they still doing their prep for Manchester City and trying to figure things out there? Same with Manchester City for Sheffield United. It's, it's just, I mean, it's a bit weird because there's a sort of thing where you're like, ah, oh, football's great, watching football, Christmas football all the time. It's brilliant. Genuinely, it's brilliant the way they try and put a game on every day and you can watch it. Like the but darts. then you sort of think, yeah, I mean, not as good as the darts at Christmas. Well, though, nothing really. could be. Um, but at some point, something's got to be done because it's getting silly. Like I just don't understand how I don't understand how you can expect people to play at seven forty-five on a Friday and then six o'clock on a Sunday or four thirty on a Sunday. It's ridiculous, really. It worked. It worked badly for us a few seasons back, Rob. We had Manchester City uh, on New Year's Eve, and then we had Sunderland on the second of January. Oh and yeah, it, and it was that was we, only a couple of hours. Oh yeah, we were, yeah, yeah, that was awful. Yeah, yeah, we were at that. It was a miserable night. Yeah. That. <laughs> and I think that this is this is my sort of. I know you love. You will watch all the football certainly when uh-huh. Liverpool are in the ascendancy. Uh, there is no game of football you wouldn't watch right now, uh, you will watch them all. You'll watch the bad teams, which is most of them. You'll watch the good teams, which is also Manchester City. But I envy Wolves and City playing 48 hours apart. <laughs> I, wish, I wish we were playing tomorrow. <laughs> no, but it is... God, sorry, you asked no, me go on, a reasonable go on, go on. question. 
I, I mean, it is one of those things. I mean, Christmas football is Christmas football in England. It's been ever thus, and it's a bit swings and roundabouts. You're right, Phil. It is unreasonable, but I, but I, but it's kind of it's the hurdles, you know. Oh, yeah. It's the hurdles, and I and I also think and I'm not disagreeing with you in any sense, but I also think the least of Man City's problems now is that they they don't have an extra 24 hours to prepare. Our mazzy 14 point lead is is their problem, <laughs> and, and, and they can have another week. It's not going to come down quickly, lads. Uh, sorry, that's mine. That's absolutely <laughs> drunk from last night's my we Oh, fuck the lot of you. So, this, oh, does this go out on radio? No, it's fine, don't worry. <laughs> not today. Not now, anyway. He was doing cities. There is, John, there is just a, a thing here where it is going to work for us. I think, and I think that if you are pragmatic, and Phil discussed whether or not managers should be pragmatic, but if you are pragmatic and you're the Wolves manager and you've got to pick between Manchester City at home or Liverpool away to pick your strongest 11. I know which one I'm picking. Which one are you picking? Um, uh, I, I think you've got. I think you've got to look at it from a. You, you said before we've been on the bad, bad end of this so many times in the past. There's, I think there's a, there's a world where you deal with real football fans, fellas you talk to in a pub, and you have a sane, rational conversation, and then you go onto the onto the internet. Which and that's, you mean? <laughs> And the same fellas, like the heads just like completely melt. And I, I, I worked, I worked with a, with, a, with a city fan for like four years, and like he was a sound fellow. We stayed in the same hotel. We used to have our meals together every night. A uber rational guy, and he's like sending me like the weirdest text in the world about like. Liverpool are juicing, they fixed the computer, uh, all the, the conspiracy that, that's underway. To VAR's a, a conspiracy to, to gift Liverpool a title because we've got more fans in the city. The, the whole is thing, that the VAR that was going to make sure that we didn't win the title yeah, last exactly. season? And like people are losing their heads, and like th- this type of thing, these fixture computer things just happen, and we've got to like realise these things happen they've happened to us they happened to other teams completely in people's heads to a ridiculous level like there was a City fan playing the other day about a sort on on a certain website (laughs) and he was moaning about the was appealing to put the badge on the sh- the club world championship on the badge? Yeah, they, they want to do a counter protest. To, we shouldn't be allowed to. And he was like, he went. I didn't hear Real Madrid complaining about this when La Liga didn't let them. I was like, but La Liga did let them. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about the fact. It was not to complain about. Yeah. They just went, yeah, you can wear it because that's quite a thing. I mean, I think that the. I mean, just as a sort of separate point, I think the best thing that can happen to Eng- to a lot of sides in English football is that Liverpool win the league, so everyone just gets it out the way. Um, I'm, you know, we're, 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 we're doing our bit. Um, yeah, yeah. Just honestly, I think it's I very community mind of you, that, Neil. Yeah, I think, I, honestly, I think <laughs> there's, true. there's three or four sides that could just really do with Liverpool winning the league uh, yeah, before you'd even get to Liverpool and Everton are a really good example, and then everyone can just move on and, and go from there. And I think they'll all realise it won't be as bad as they, they all thought. Oh, no, it wasn't as bad when we won the European Cups, they thought. No, no. Uh, you know, I, I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I reckon if you were never told you lived in this city, it might have been, but not as much as it could have been on the way that. You know, my favourite thing yeah. about that, by the way, was the, uh, you know, I, I rushed back because I, I wanted to do the parade yeah, and all yeah. that. When I, I got back and I got to ours and I dropped some stuff off and I got a train back into town and on the train thing, it said, congratulations, <laughs> LFC six times. And I was thinking if I was a blue, I would just have turned around and I said, fuck you, Maisie Rail, I'm not getting on these trains. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care where I've got to get to today, I'll get a cab. I'll, uh, buy, I'll buy a bike. I, yeah. think there's a ser- I think there's a sense that we haven't gloated enough. <laughs> 
I mean, they're, they're traumatised. It's probably more than sufficient for, for all of them, and it's going to get worse, hopefully. Um, but I don't think we will ever feel we can do it justice. Could you imagine, you know, if we do win this league... I mean, I, 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 after we won the European Cup, I gave myself... I, I went to my wife and goes, the official week of celebration begins now, so I'm just warning you. <laughs> right? <laughs> I think I might be going out every night for a week. I didn't I think I drank in the house too much, and generally I was, you know, upset people. But... <laughs> But you can't quite do it justice, can you? You can't. How do you do these things justice? That's the problem. There's the sense that we won't gloat enough, that we won't celebrate enough. Me and Neil, uh, I think we're, me, me and Neil had a Christmas Eve pint, and I said the same thing to you tonight. I said um, that, that my, my thing is I just don't think it can possibly live up to my expectations. Of course it can't, no. It's going to be a massive, massive answer. Can I just say, as the oldest head in the room who's actually been through this... No, you're not. No. I'm a lot older than you. Take, take a compliment, Paul. <laughs> 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 I, he knows I'm older than him, and I was taking it as a compliment. Okay, sorry, you too. <laughs> you guys. Um, okay, okay. I'll move this along swiftly and make my point. Rob Goodman's forgotten how to count. Uh, the league, the league, the league is not a, is not a trophy you win. Well, you, you don't often. A lot, a you don't win time, it in May, do you? Yeah, you don't win it in May. You win it like, we want it. If we want it, Last night's the night we won it, and the fantasticness we feel now, and we do. Might even have been November. It might have even been then. But there are, there is, but winning the league's a series of days where you go, oh my God, I realised that day, and that day, and that day. And but I there's think... other players in this as well, and the other thing about the other players is, how are the other players going to, and I'm, when I say the other players, I mean people like Guardiola. Mm. How is he going to, what's he going to say to his players that's going to raise them, that they can do something that's going to affect Th- their position. They were all watching last night. Of course they, they were. They were all watching on Boxing Night and they're seeing Liverpool do Leicester 4 0. And yeah. they're all coming off of What are they going to do? Mm. Do you know what I think is, sorry, do you know what I think is really upsetting all the other fans in the country? It's the fact that we're not being unbearable. We're being unbearable by being quietly calm about yeah. everything. And when people are going, you've won the league, haven't you? We're going, we haven't, you know, there's a long yeah, way to go. It's only halfway. Yeah. I think that's really pissing that them is, all that's off. True, that's yeah, upsetting yeah. them. Yeah. Trolling's good. Isn't it? Uh, all right. So, Pick me a Wolves team. I'm trying to be sensible, but everyone's too jubilant. Yeah, I was going to say Ruben Sissio. No, no, no. no. <laughs> pick, pick, pick me Liverpool's team for the game against Wolves. Paula, are you changing anything in the back four? Um, you were all sticking with the same no, goalkeeper. Because no, because no one... No, no. There isn't no, anybody no, else. No, no, I'm bringing no, Loris Carriers back from loan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not changing any of the back four. Change any of the back no. four? No. Too, sick, too early for Nat Phillips to play. Yeah. Change any of the back four? Uh, no, not for Wolves. Has he been recalled no. from loan? Yeah, been recalled from loan as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. he's, he's only made seven appearances for Stuttgart this season. Uh, okay. You're not changing any of the back four? No. It wouldn't surprise. I wouldn't do it, but it wouldn't surprise me if there was a Milner, one of the full back roles, and one of them gets a little. But that's an, but, but, that, I but, I but then, but then there's, there's part of yeah. me thinking that Milner yeah. the midfield might well be Ronaldo, Milner, Lallana. So do you know what I think? I think there's a on the midfield. I think the signifier that he takes off. Uh, really quite early Salah and Keita last night I thought Keita yeah. was exhausted though yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but I also think he might just go that they'll go those two will go again so I think Salah I agree with definitely but mm-hmm. if Wijnaldum's not reacting sure. to his recent injury uh, then he definitely goes again because he's got fresh legs but Jordan has played in must be in the zone in the red yeah, zone yeah. I mean and, and it's not like he's working less hard but he's also should. playing brilliantly as well, well like, I know, this but, might be the, the last month might be his best month for the club mm-hmm. Yes. Best month of his career, yeah. yeah. Some distance, yeah. Klopp might just go, we just play through, and if, let's just see how dead they are afterwards and, and make all the changes against mm. Sheffield. I don't know. Well, but I so so if, if my theory is, and I'm just going to check it with last season, but I what I have in my mind hmm. is that he's tended, t- 
intended around this sort of time to make them go pretty close to back to back across the two games the first two of the periods, mm. and then go quite dramatic changes for game three. Now, the fixtures fall a little differently this season because the calendar's a little bit different. But last season, it was 4-0 at home against uh, Newcastle. Um, yeah. Firmino, Mane and Salah all start. Uh, that was the Boxing Day game. Oh, for me and, well. and then and when Aldum Henderson starts, and then uh, the next one was oh, Arsenal at home, the 5-1. And in the 5-1... Uh, Fabinho comes in on that one, but when Aldum keeps his place, Henderson loses his. Shakiri starts both Firmino, Mane, and Salah all start again, and I, I think he will then uh, he'll do that, and then he'll have a look at the one that follows. Now, last time out, he didn't have that luxury because it was the Etihad against Manchester City, mm. but the year before, when it was Burnley away, is when he does seven or eight changes. So I think he'll go pretty close to what he did against Leicester, with maybe one or two, and then, for instance, against Sheffield United, he might do Milner at fullback for one side or the other and, and go from there. But, but, I, th- I think, sorry, I think that could that could potentially be dangerous. We know how difficult Sheffield United were at their place, and their away record is absolutely stunning at the moment. So I think that might be one where you need the full strength team for that. Wolves are in the unknown quantity because this is the weird quick turnaround fixture, isn't it? Because we've got a month between the two Wolves games and we haven't played them so far this season. So it's um, I think Sheffield United probably deserves a full Wolves, strength team. Wolves' record against the top six is phenomenal. It's really good, yeah. yeah. But they have got the only 48 hours. The only thing I say about the Sheffield United thing is it wouldn't surprise me if he came up with a heavily rotated team playing a specific tactic to counter Sheffield United or what he he does against Burnley or what he does against Burnley because you think the number of times for instance Lallana starts from nowhere against Burnley home or away he just Mm. lashes Lallana in off the base of the fact that Lallana knows how to do all this and it'll all be sound there's a lot of energy in a Sheffield United team as well so I think the difference in the the wholesale changes we saw at the end of that sequence last time was the the closeness of the Burnley game do you remember it was was the the, the proverbial 48 hour job it was ridiculously close and he just thought there's just no way I can make them go again that quickly I, you knew, so it's very difficult to predict his partner doing because, as you said, the Etihad situation. So I think the likeliest thing is is that he tweaks. So I think two changes maybe for Wolves, I and mean, then another two. Midfield. Well, I'm going to say mid. Yeah, midfield. Maybe a forward. There's, I wouldn't rule out an Origi move for Firmino. Yeah. I wouldn't move, rule out a, a Milner Shaqiri. for Henderson. Shakiri for Salah for all of them. I, I, I mean, Salah's the one out of the front three I think he's had the least football this season, hasn't he? With a cut, I think little it would also be a bit weird to not play Salah having taken him off for 2020. I think so. Mm. Yeah, that's the signifier for me these days. But players. not necessarily for Wolves, possibly. No, yeah. Sheffield. Sheffield Giants, sorry, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think Salah plays through. I think Mane. I mean, I think the, the, the move will be what do they do around the derby? Because I, th- I think they'll play. For me, no, I could see being rested. You can game. play the all of them or I will come after him. I could do it seeing the teams you forever now I'll be able to sleep <laughs> almost what happened in between I'm, I'm, I, want to, I want to finish their season yeah. uh, in he's, January he's, uh, they've still got a relegation battle to fight he's not going to um, he's not going to uh, play I'll tell you now John I'll be surprised genuinely surprised if Salad and Mane play against Everton genuinely surprised <laughs> <laughs> and it's been fine before it was fine a few weeks ago I'm just I'm just warning you, John. I'm just trying to build. I know you've had a heavy night last night. I know. I know that you. You know, this might not be the news you need right now. He started talking about it differently, hasn't he? There's there's an emphasis in the way he's saying Ancelotti's now on the bench. One thing with that with he's that Everton game seriously. is, if you draw, you get another game. Yeah, and that's going to be for me the thing that Klopp is looking at. He's like, right, 
we I need to win this so we don't have to go to Everton on a Tuesday night oh. in mid-January I'm quite into that oh I'm perfect I think it'd be great but from an actual football <laughs> from an actual point of view of football how, how many would you get Phil 6,000 6, mate yeah. you get the Bullens you get the Bullens basically down past the halfway line yeah. <laughs> do you want a draw now <laughs> I'm, quite, I'm quite into a draw now. Just, just, I, for, for, for Ancelotti to get a nil-nil or, or a one-all some of that great, great for, for him they go there and just absolutely humiliate tell him. you what we can draw if we equalise last minute um, I'm not you know I'd have football every day of the week I, if we drawn Plymouth in the third round I'd rather we draw so that we get another game <laughs> <laughs> You don't want this derby. Not the derby. Not the frigging derby. One derby is a derby too many. I'm all in for this. Relegate them. Yeah. So we. But the main reason we don't have derbies ever again. Um, okay. Uh, Paul, give me a prediction. Liverpool versus Wolves. Three 0 Presumably to Liverpool. Oh, of. Uh, <laughs> Rob. Four one. Four one. Yeah, we slip up a bit. That's a lovely. That's a lovely afternoon, Rob. Yeah. I, love, I, like I, I would like to live in your. Who head. scores first? Yeah. Yeah, Rob. Uh, let's say they do. <laughs> God, that's just, that's, just, that's a low ebb. Just to keep John. it lively. Yeah, uh, it's a hell of an afternoon now. <laughs> the honest answer to the question is I haven't got a clue. Uh, uh, I know, John, I know. It's I mean, hard it's, trying to pick don't the pull, teams, don't, pull, don't, don't pull the premise down on Army, John. <laughs> but, 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 uh, we, appear, we appear to be getting better at keeping clean sheets. I'm going for a clean sheet with more than three goals. Okay, 3 0 minimum from John. Uh, Ian? I'm looking forward to Rob's afternoon now, to be honest, but I, I think it's a 2 0. 2 0. Phil? I think 2 0 sounds sensible. Just down, go 2 0 up, slow it down. Uh, okay, shake hands on yeah. 70 and we'll, Wolves will probably be alright with that up to a point as well thank you very much indeed to Paula to Rob to John to Ian and to Phil it's been your slightly curtailed weekend of this week normal service will be resumed next week but then you know we've just talked about how Liverpool are absolutely brilliant for over 30 minutes you can't ask for any more than that Sports Social Podcast Network